We've got two readings this morning. The first is from Colossians, chapter 2, verses 6 and 7, and it's from the NIV. It says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. The second reading is from Romans, chapter 8, verses 29 to 30, from the Message Translation. God knew what he was doing from the very beginning. He decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as the life of his son. The son, that's Jesus, stands first in the line of humanity he restored. We see the original and intended shape of our lives there in him. After God made that decision of what his children should be like, he followed it up by calling people by name. After he called them by name, he set them on a solid basis with himself. And then, after getting them established, he stayed with them to the end, gloriously completing what he had begun. Thanks be to God for his word. Matt's now going to come and speak to us. If the kids are a bit free, feel free to come and sit at the front. There's loads of space, and this is going to be a good bit. I've seen the practice. You might want to come and see what Matt's got in his basket. And Do you need a hand with your props, or can you manage? He's all sorted. Super. Okay, let's hear what Matt's got to say. Well, hello, 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 happy birthday, yes, great, okay, I can hear myself getting louder and louder, can you hear me? Wonderful, thank you, happy birthday, happy first birthday everyone, it's amazing to think that it's just one year since we relaunched St Mark's here, and welcome to you, if you've been with us from the very beginning, who's been here since the very, who was here last year, this time last year, some of you were. And welcome to you if you joined us throughout the year. Welcome if you've been invited today by friends or neighbours or work colleagues, or whether you've joined us partway through. It's so good to be together. And do you know what? A birthday is a great reason to have a party. And a part, at a party, there should always be food, which is really important when you have very hungry children and adults. So I'm going to prepare some food today. I've got my, uh, got my recipe book just there. I'm going to pop that on there, make sure I can knock you up some delicious party food. And um, if you're wondering today, well, why, why are we doing all this? Like, what's the point in relaunching St. Mark's and going through all this fuss and preparing all this cake and all that sort of stuff? Well, I can tell you why. I can tell you what our purpose is. St. Mark's exists to help people encounter the love of God to see the church released, to live like Jesus and discover a greater life so that we might go in the power of the Holy Spirit to see an altogether greater Grimsby. That's why we are here. That's why we exist. And you know, it's exciting to be part of something, an adventure beyond ourselves. And this last year, as a church, as a community, we've been discovering how God has called us both to relationship with himself through Jesus, but also into relationship with one another as friends, as a church. We've been working out over this last year what makes us, us, and how we live lives to the full. And there have been so many personal journeys and transformations as people have asked the question, well, why am I here? What's my purpose in life? 
each and every person on a journey of faith, many coming to faith, in fact, just over this last year and discovering the difference that Jesus makes in their lives. And our passage in Colossians, did you hear that as they read it out? It, it said this, it said, it said, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. And that's what we're working out, how to truly live. And that has been, for me at least, a real highlight of this last year, as we've seen people on a journey discovering their greater purpose. Now, I've got four children who I've already chatted to who are going to come and sit at the birthday table just here. So if you're one of the four I spoke to this morning, would you, would you come up and take yourself a seat? I'm going to throw you a little party. Sadly, I can't do it for everyone. Brilliant. Yep, Sammy got you one too. And I think Josh as well. Josh, you were one as well. Would you just come and take yourself a seat? Good news is you get to start the party a little bit earlier. I've got you some hats. I'm going to pop your party hats on. And uh, I'm going to prepare you some food. Is that okay? Uh, in a bit. So all good. Okay, all good. We can see this. This is great. Now, let me tell you how this all began, all this purpose stuff. How did it begin? Well, picture the scene, and you need money to imagine it. We've got some pictures on the screen as well. In the light of the moon, we were like a little egg that lay on a leaf. Can you see that? Wonderful. A little egg so small, insignificant even, but yet so full of potential and purpose. You know, sometimes we can feel small. Sometimes we can feel insignificant and without purpose. And yet, there is all this potential within us just waiting to pop, come out. Oh, thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. Uh, oh, yes, actually, I'll have that here. I need to prepare it. Thank you. Thank you so much, chef. Wonderful. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to need a knife down here. Let's have a look, see what I've got. Wonderful. Got some plates. That's all good. Okay. So there we are. And, uh, and that's because at the beginning of it all, and let me start from the very start, at the beginning of the Bible, Genesis 1, 26, God announced, let us make human beings in our image and likeness. You see, from the very beginning, it was God's plan that you would become like him, like his son, Jesus Christ. Yet God had a purpose for you. Yes, he had a purpose from the beginning of time for your life. I know, mind blown. And human beings, that's you and I. Any, any other human beings here? A few of us, some of you might. Dinosaurs, yeah, all sorts. You and I were set apart from all creation as something rather special, rather like God. You see, we're not just flesh and blood. We are spirit too. We have this eternal nature about us. And creator God also made us creative and intellectual and the, the, uh, give us the ability to um, be in relationship with him and with one another, to give love and receive love, to choose right from wrong. But this beautiful image of Creation, us being like God, being like Jesus in his likeness was somewhat marred. It became damaged and distorted when we chose to do life on our own terms. Our, our sin, as we call it, somewhat 
messed things up. It actually made it impossible for us to have a relationship with a perfect and holy God. And that hurt God. And so God made it his mission to restore us into the image of his son, to make us who we truly are, to reach our full potential. So that's how it all began. I just need to ask, are you very hungry children? Yes, you are, good. You looked, you looked to me like they were a bit suspicious there. I should start preparing some stuff. What have we got? An apple, yes, one apple. Let's start chopping that one up, otherwise you are going to go hungry. Do you know, that's what I love about the church here. As a family, we're realising the potential both personally as individuals, but also as a people, as a church. And so it's no surprise that one year ago, um, as we gathered one Sunday morning, it was like the warm sun came up and pop, out of the egg came something of great potential, the start of an adventure. That's what I love about it. That is the love of God releasing potential and purpose in us gathering to worship Jesus as we've done, inviting people to come and see eight alpha courses, kids and youth groups, midweek groups, but also people stepping out in faith in their workplaces, in their schools, in so many different ways as we've learned to grow as leaders to help one another in our faith. We are seeing lives and communities transformed. And as we've each encountered the love of God, encountered more of the presence of Jesus in our lives, it's like pop, our purpose has been released. We start to see what is possible. We've just caught a glimpse of it, but we see that there is so much more. Do you know, we are a people who are very hungry for purpose, to be restored into the likeness of Jesus. And to do that, we need to realise our potential in him, to become more like him. And as we do that, our lives start to show it. People start to see the difference that Jesus makes in our lives. Okay, I've got some fruit here. I'm now just going to go a little bit like, uh, you know, freestyle it, just have a pear. There we are. Okay, here we are. The first one is the fruit course. Um, I'll get rid of the core for you. You probably don't want that. Uh, there we are, have some fruit, uh, start tucking in. Um, the apple didn't core very well, so, but anyway, start tucking into all of that. Um, <laughs> the, oh, thank you, thank you, chef. I'm just going to, oh, thank you. That's a fine selection, just there. Excellent, wonderful, okay, that's good. You know, that's what starts to happen as we live our lives. For Jesus, our lives start to show the evidence of the difference that he makes. So over this last year, as we started this journey of transformation and growth, uh, we've realised that it is not a quick process. You don't suddenly become like Jesus like that. It, it's, it's, uh, it's a gradual process, day by day, becoming more like him. In fact, it's going to take you more than a year to become like Jesus. It's going to take you the rest of your lives. And even then, we won't become fully like Jesus until we meet him face to face. But here's the thing. Jesus does change lives. He does transform communities. And that includes you. Jesus wants to change your life. There is no greater way to live. How's that going, by the way? Good? It's all right? Yeah, good, good. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. And if you're thinking, gosh, that sounds a lot of hard work to become more and more like Jesus, then know that religious striving won't do it. 
He's not calling us to become religious. This is a gradual transformation by the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. The very presence and power of Jesus available to us. So we can't just sit back and expect to become like Jesus, just like that. But we should make every effort to become like Jesus Christ. Okay, well done on the fruit course. Um, but you are very hungry for more, right? You'd like some more, wouldn't you? Yeah, something more. Luke is nodding. Uh, let's see, what have I got? Let's have a look. Well, uh, of course. Oh gosh, let's not drop that. Uh, I've got um, a big slice of chocolate cake. Anyone for chocolate cake? Oh, first hand up there, okay. You can have the big slice of chocolate cake. Shall I pop that on your plate for you? Sorry, but um, Samantha got in there first. Let's see what else I've got. I've got, ooh, oh, what else have we got? Uh, yes, okay, a slice of cherry pie. Anyone? Okay, oh, who's going to go for the slice of cherry pie? Wonderful. Uh, I think Holly had her hand up first. Here we are, just down here. I say cherry pie, it's actually apple pie. Couldn't get a cherry pie in the shop. There we are, okay, what else have we got? Oh, say, uh, a slice of salami. Yes, Luke, okay, great. You can have, I'll tell you what. I'll be generous and give you a couple of slices of salami. They're good for a party. Okay, any salami fans down here? Yeah, give some afterwards. Okay. And of course, it wouldn't be a feast without a delicious pickle. Anyone for a pickle? Gherkin? Josh? Yes, wonderful. It's going to fish out for you. One gherkin. Okay. Pop that with your plum. Okay, wonderful. Okay. So if we are going to continue growing to become more and more like Jesus, both personally and as a church, as a people, to become more like Jesus so that we might see even greater things in the year ahead, then what can we do? Well, here's some top tips for you. The first thing we need to do is we need to watch what we eat. See, you're tucking into that chocolate cake and that gherkin. That's right. We need to watch what we eat. When we trust Jesus with our lives, when we ask the Holy Spirit to help us live life to the full, we need to think about whether or not our lifestyle choices are going to make us more like Jesus or less like Jesus. And we can end up taking in all sorts of unhealthy things that don't help us in our lives. So we sometimes need to stop and we need to think about the, the actions that we take, the way we treat others, the things that we say, even sometimes the thoughts that we have. Worse still, and it is worse, we can decide to get all religious. And we think, well, if I do everything right, I can get right with God and he'll like me. But that's not how it works. God just wants us to live out our purpose and to trust him to take, take us on a journey and make us more and more like him. If we live in the way the world tells us a lot of the time, we could end up with stomachache if we eat the wrong things. Secondly, we should pick up new healthy habits, like eating a nice green leaf. Good news is, I don't have a big green leaf for you. You have to imagine it. There are things that can, we can fill our lives with that will help us become more like Jesus. God uses his word, the Bible, uh, to teach us truth and show us how to live. And when we read the Bible or listen to the Bible by ourselves or with others, it can help us become more like Jesus. Then after our binge on cakes and pickles, it was Sunday again. And Sundays are like our family gathering. It's where we come together after a week of being scattered and doing our jobs and being in our preschools and our schools. And we come back to celebrate Jesus together. But we also come together to support each other and to encourage each other and to help one another grow and become more like Jesus. 
And then we also have our own lives where we are stretched and where we grow. You know, I once thought, I was praying, I said, God, why is it every Monday morning there's always two or three problems to deal with? And, and someone said to me, well, you see, the thing is, Matt, that that is what God's given you to deal with. That is part of his way of growing you and stretching you and making you more like Jesus. That really helped me. So whatever you're facing, whether things seem difficult or whether th- seems, things seem good, know that God is using your circumstances to make you more like Jesus. And that's what we need. We need an environment to make us more like him. Okay, let me ask, are you still very hungry? Good, because we've got an after party coming up as well. But particularly after all the eating, after we've fed ourselves, after we've grown more and more like Jesus as a church and individually, we realise that really the only way we're going to truly become like Jesus is through God working a miracle in our lives. If we really want to see our purpose come to fruition, we need to surrender to God and trust him to take the reins. It's no good sitting there, binging on lots of good spiritual stuff. We may well end up becoming like a big, fat, religious caterpillar. And no one wants that. You know, there's a special word that's used in the Bible to describe a miraculous transformation that happens when we trust Jesus with our lives. And it's a word that describes God changing our thoughts and our hearts. And the word is this. Are you ready? It's quite a big word. Metamorphosis. Have you heard of that before? Metamorphosis. Do you know, you may have seen it in this illustration. There's a word used today to describe the amazing change that happens as a caterpillar goes into a cocoon and becomes a butterfly. He goes from egg to caterpillar. Once caterpillar has eaten lots and lots of leaves and becomes a hundred times its size, caterpillar builds a small house called a cocoon around itself. He stays inside for more than two weeks. And then what happens inside that cocoon? Does anyone know what happens in the cocoon? Yeah, Josiah, you think you know. Shout it out. Changes into a butterfly. Does anyone know how he changes into a butterfly? God, have a guess. It's very good. It's good. It's good. Do you know what I used to think? I used to think the caterpillar went inside and then he grew wings. That's what I thought. But that is not what happens. You see, what happens is caterpillar goes, oh, here's my caterpillar, look. And here's my cocoon. Caterpillar goes down inside the cocoon, and then in two weeks, caterpillar actually turns itself into a goo. It digests itself until it's a goo. And then it is formed into a completely new creature and comes out as a butterfly, a beautiful butterfly. There is this almost miraculous transformation of the creature. And that's what we mean when we talk about metamorphosis, transformation. When we trust Jesus with our lives and say, I want to become more like you, we allow God to transform our minds and our hearts, and he turns us into something even more beautiful. We can't do it just by eating lots of spiritual stuff. We can't do it by becoming all religious. We do it by saying, okay, God, I want to become like you once more. Make me more like Jesus. And he can work a beautiful miracle in our lives. And with that transformation comes 
great joy. We discover a new life. It doesn't necessarily become easier. In fact, becoming a Christian can be incredibly hard work. But we discover what it's like to become more like Jesus and know that joy and life to the full in our lives. And so it's our chance, one year in today, for us as a church, as a people, to go again, to continue to live our lives in Jesus Christ, to step into God's purposes for Grimsby, holding on to that promise that Jesus transforms lives and whole communities, and we can be made more and more into his likeness. We are a people on an adventure. We're a people playing our part in the transformation of Grimsby and Northeast Lincolnshire. One preschool, one classroom, one workplace, one office, one alpha course, one bus stop conversation at a time as people are transformed in heart and mind and life by Jesus. And what could be more beautiful? We've only just begun. Are you in? Are you up for the adventure? Thank you so much. You can stay there for a second. We're going to all have a chance to respond to that. I'm just going to pray for us before we do that. Lord God, thank you that it was your purpose from the beginning of time, that we would discover our purpose in you, that we would be made into the image of your son, Jesus Christ. We pray that you would give us a hunger to become more like you and discover our purpose individually and as your church. Amen. Amen. Okay.